Sweet. How's it going, What's everyone? Going um, we got Thanos, special guest here today. Uh, I'm really excited to go through this live. Um, and we've got some really, really interesting stuff to talk about. But before we get into uh, the topics of today's video, uh, Thanos, where have you been? Where can people find you just in case this video gets taken down before it's even up? And um, yeah, how's it, go how's it been going for you? Uh, firstly, Raf, I'd like to say hello, mate. Uh, how you been? What's been happening? Hope you've been well. You are, you know, just an amazing individual and you've been very prevalent and very influential towards the movement in Melbourne and you've picked up the torch where a lot of people dropped it. So before I do uh, say anything about <clears throat> where I've been, mate, uh, give you your your accolades where you where you most deserve them and um, you should be very proud, mate, and take my hat off to you. Thanks, Thanos. The same goes. Where have I been? Um, so I've been kicked off every platform. So to anyone out there who was saying that, you know, I'm controlled opposition and how could someone who speaks so much stuff on Facebook still have a profile? Well, now I don't have a Facebook profile. I don't have an Instagram profile. And I got wiped off TikTok in five days. It's about 50,000 followers wiped within four weeks. My TikTok and my Facebook were deleted within four hours of each other. Mm. So someone somewhere said something, right? And then Instagram was uh, three weeks later, I believe. So where have I been? I'm now on Telegram, actually. Um, just give me one sec, Raph. I've got to close the door. I've left the door open. Rookie mistake. It's been a while since he's been live on Facebook, folks. <laughs> Yeah, all good, all good. How's it going, guys? We've got 175 here. I'm sure there'll be a lot more joining. How's it going? Billy, Damien, Claudio, Jay, Mel, Terry, Debbie, Lydia, Michelle, Sandra, Jay. I'd love again. to see the um, the comments. The, the live with the comments. I wonder if I could actually bring you up. You know what's funny, bro? I tried to even find you on Facebook. Yeah. And you don't even come up. Oh, interesting. Well, you're yeah. at 10,000 followers now. Yeah. Mate, that's insane. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, I can bring up the live, but can yeah. I can I see the comments? 10,000 oh. followers, but they show my, my statuses to, to 400 people. I can't actually look at the... It won't let bring the comments up while we watch it. Oh, yeah, it can. Oh. Yeah, there it is. Oh, cool. So I can see real-time comments. Man. Oh, that's awesome. Good. All right, so... Yes. Yeah, so as I said, where have I been? Um, I've been on Telegram, guys. If anyone's looking for me, you'll find me as Fanos uh, the Voice on Telegram. That's Fanos, my name, the Voice, all one word. Um, you'll find me on Telegram. You'll also find me uh, at fanosthevoice.com. Um, at the moment, it's just a web store where you can find this stuff. Right. Thank you, Raf. Yeah, it's it's kicking off, man. It's almost at three thousand two hundred subscribers on there. Yeah. So it's um, it's getting up there, and uh, you know, yours is uh, getting up there too, Raf. Uh, it's it's still growing, but thankfully you've got all the other platforms for the moment. Um, and yeah, at the moment, guys, that's the only place you can find me. Yeah. I'm not available anywhere else. Oh, and I'm on also on Rumble. I've got a uh, Rumble, which is um, Thanos the Voice on rumble and Thanos the voice podcast on rumble if you want to do a quick screen share raf maybe um 
uh, I can show them. Yeah, let me enable you. Where they can, chest. where they, where, I can, where they can find me, and what my rumbles look like. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to make this the Thanos show. I wanted to be more speaking about what we're going to talk about. So I just want to get through this quickly. It's going to be a good night. I'm looking forward to this one. Oh, dude, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a laugh, and it's gonna be like old times. Yeah. Um, if anyone does like this sort of stuff, right? Um, you can't censor clothing, guys. That's one of the main reasons I got into the clothing. And I've had people ask stupid questions like, "Where do the proceeds go?" and whatever else. It's not a fundraiser. It's not a charity, <laughs> right? It's just I'm selling a T-shirt, right? You should be asking where the funding. Scientist, you idiot. They should I'm ask selling a t-shirt and a hat that have a ask, message on them. <laughs> they should ask where the proceeds go with the vaccines. Yeah. Billy, Billy Gates pockets. Ask where the proceeds go to all the, the, all the foundations that are around where all these rich people squander all their money. Why do you think mm. all these rich celebrities and all these rich people have these foundations? Like the McGrath Foundation, the this foundation, the that foundation. They're, all they are is a tax dodge. Instead of these people putting millions of dollars through tax, they put money into their foundation, which is a non-for-profit, which is in the in the private, which the government can't look at that money. And then they make the, they create this illusion that they're actually, you know, creating a difference in the world or helping. Mm. Right now, that's not to say that you know anything to do with the McGrath Foundation is like that. I'm not making that accusation whatsoever. But what I am saying to you is, why do you think all these people have those foundations? Right. Um, right, Raf, uh, have you got that screen share up? Yeah. So uh, just before we start, I'd, I'd like to take a moment, moment of silence uh, for the people that said that we wouldn't have a COVID vaccine passport. That's, that's what I want to say. So let's go share. Yeah, let's, let's have a moment of silence for the idiocy and for the morons out there. And the maskers. 
and the maskers. Moment of silence for all of the people who've done the COVID tests, who have willingly just given their, their DNA. What about a moment of silence for um, the idiots out there who actually thought by getting the COVID-19 vaccine, they'll be safe from the next vaccine, from the mm. next virus that was going to hit that they're already starting to talk about. What about yeah. a moment of silence for them as well? Also a moment of silence for those who think that they won't be protected um, if they've had the vaccine, but someone else hasn't had it. Yeah. Just them too. And a moment of silence for all the idiots that have been looking at people with a disgusting face every time they didn't have a mask. Yet the moment the Victorian government said masks are no longer mandatory, they took them off without even questioning the fact whether they should maintain wearing them because there still might be a virus. So you blatantly admitted that the only reason you wore your mask was because you are a sheep and you just follow the flock. You can't think for yourself because if you were going to have stuck by your belief, whether the Victorian government or not had said to take the mask off, you still would have worn it. So you are a fraud. Yeah. And I wish I could say a moment of silence to all those who died of uh, the deadliest virus in the world who attended all these protests like the p I, I just went off but i was gonna say i wish i could say moment of silence to those who gathered we by should. the thousands we we should do that a, a moment of silence for all the um for all the negligent protesters who didn't listen to the rules mm. who have died oh hang on, we can't do that yeah there's none only the, <laughs> only the people that te- <laughs> only people that followed the rules actually tested positive and put us in lockdown. But that's another that's another topic. All right, guys, let's get on to this fun house. Let's go watch this. <laughs> Just a bit of fun, guys. <laughs> Just starting to lighten the mood. Man, I miss being on Facebook. Yeah, we got two hundred and sixty people here now. Remember, we used to get thousand five hundred watching, but until we got censored. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. Anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists have been slammed for refusing to have the coronavirus vaccine when it becomes available in Australia. While the Prime Minister's accepted it will be hard to make it mandatory, there are increasing calls for there to be consequences to those, for those who refuse the jab. The government has warned it won't rule out strict measures for those who do not comply. It's a hot topic this morning. To discuss it, I'm joined by Seven News political editor Mark Riley and journalist Louise Roberts. Morning to both of you, Mark. Good morning. Do you think the federal government will follow through on these threats? Uh, good morning, Nat. Good morning, Louise. I think it probably will. I mean, Scott Morrison yesterday in a couple of interviews said, don't forget I'm the Minister of No Jab, No Play. And that mm. re- requirement was brought in by a lot of the states um, in, uh, in childcare centres and, uh, and in schools. So uh, there... He's also the Minister of holding up the suppression orders. There are things the government can do legally. There's a collision here between the rights of the individual and the rights of the community, but the law, the law has um, deferred in the in favour of the community in some celebrated cases. So the government can do something. Maybe you know, no jab, no job keeper, no jab, no job seeker. Would that work? Who knows? But look, the bigger problem here, though, Nat, is a, a question of moral and intellectual equivalence. This is what the anti-vaxxers want. They want a debate where their Fruit Loop ideas are given the same elevation as um, as science, and we shouldn't give them that. Yeah, uh, are they being yeah. an Australian, Louise? Did 
did it help yesterday uh, with the messaging God, being that, um, you know, um, Scott Morrison, you know, did this massive media campaign and then He's the company that he was talking about came out and sort of had to clarify a few things and say uh, it was actually a letter of intent, it wasn't actually a deal. Look, I think the vaccine will go ahead. It's what we're, you know, give or take some of the fine print that obviously has to be ironed out at this point. But um, it's what we've all been waiting for. I mean, this whole pandemic has been marked by a real feeling of helplessness that um, we need a vaccine in order to get on with our lives, um, but also a sense of we're all in this together. That's why we all need to have this vaccine, because uh, in order to get herd immunity, 95% of us need to have it, unless you have a legitimate medical reason not to have the vaccine and to my mind that's the only reason why you should refuse it yeah okay and, and the other idea that's really important here is the responsibility on big media companies by that i mean those big media companies who say they aren't big media companies face just quickly before i continue playing what he said you see how he's just sort of butted in like as soon as the other lady was done talking so he had a script to follow 100 percent he, he needed to get this point across for the TV. And the other idea that's really important here is the responsibility on big media companies. By that, I mean those big media companies who say they aren't big media companies. Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, yeah. Instagram and all these social media platforms. When all these nutcase theories are being, uh, being propagated on their platforms, they should bring, pull them down. Mm. If they can pull down tweets from the President of the United States, they can pull down this, this gumph and they should. Well, the because amount of things that does, go around Facebook every day and you right. can fit, you can hear it come out at every yeah. barbecue, yeah. at every dinner party. It's Because it's true, you idiot. I know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, repeated right back to people you. can be worried about these things and people who you know, maybe haven't read deeply into it can yeah. be persuaded by it. So, I mean, there's a real responsibility for this sort of stuff. You know, I read stuff last night about, you know, vaccines being a front for injecting silicon chips into people's bodies so yeah. governments can trace yeah. them. I mean, really... This sort of stuff should not be allowed to be put onto social yeah. media because it does persuade no, people, own. unfortunately. Yeah. Well, so they're starting to blatantly admit that we should just stop information channels, though you don't know the truth, right? So just because it comes from the mainstream, it's the truth now. So there's no other argument. Anyone who breathes any other argument should be persecuted or wiped off. If people don't see that as concerning the fact that there's a the 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 counter argument to this whole situation is being so high, heavily scrutinized. Like, look, I remember a conspiracy theorist when it came to 9-11. They were just a nutbag who spoke about these towers going down, right? No one paid attention. And if they did, it was a small audience. And but no one was getting deleted, no one was getting censored. It was just, you know, they were just spouting whatever they were spouting, right? Why all of a sudden now, because of this virus, because of this situation now, that's all gone out the window. And now are we in that much danger from this so-called situation that we need to be protected from ourselves because this is what this is this is what this is now we need to strip you away from your right to freedom of speech without interference we need to strip you away from your right to freedom of um you know merit freedom from mer medical experimentation because the risk of this outweighs your rights and freedoms within your own body and all of these things that just 
it's almost mind blowing that people aren't losing their fucking mind right now. What's going on and what's being said. Like I'm at the point that I, I just, I can't believe that people aren't losing their minds right now, especially people with kids. Mm. I don't know how these people haven't flipped it yet. I have no idea. Makes, makes no sense to me, man. Yeah. Makes no sense to me. I Sorry, I just, I just went off. I just couldn't stand watching that. No, we have to. And and he says about the mainstream media, or sorry, not mainstream media, the social media companies, how they need to be taking down this information. But is this, guy, is this guy aware that they've been taking down this sort of information since the very start of this, of this pandemic? Like there's a lot that he doesn't know. And the fact that he's just starting off with name calling to people who are questioning the, the, um, the risks of these vaccines that have been rushed, they're experimental. The fact that anyone questions it, he's just starting off with the name calling. And he even said that these people, like the anti-vaxxers, as he said, he said they want a debate, which of course we should have a debate because I'm going to bring up a, an article right here. Of course we should have a debate. And he, told, and he said we shouldn't give them that. So let's just so let's just shut everyone up and then you know try and try and force everyone to have this vaccine and then eventually not allow people to have their jobs unless they have it and as he said job seeker and job keeper will be gone for those who do not he didn't confirm it but it's interesting how he states it because like where april so may june so in july that is when COVID started ramping up all over the world. And that's like the harsh lockdowns. That's three months away last year. So three months away from now, if these governments around the world are going to continue this trend, then they will lock us down. They will put on the harsh measures once again. But this time around, unless you've had the vaccine, I do believe that uh, you will be 100%. restricted of your movement you'll be restricted. And the people that have it, they'll be able to go out and they'll not only destroy your business, they'll also say, um, since you haven't had the vaccine, uh, you can't open your business. And at the same time, we're not going to pay you either. Uh, well, let's any go benefits. Back, right? uh, just click that screen back for a second. Let's go back to us for a second. So this is what people don't understand with this whole situation, right? Did you notice within the news report and everyone listening, listen to this, right? Did you notice within the news report how it said that the, the, the prime minister is, is being like, has, has believes that it's a course of action that they need to implement these measures hmm. because um, they need, why do they need to implement measures? Why are you telling me? So this is the argument. This is how, this is how, far-fetched the argument is when you look at it from a from from a perspective of sources of information there would possibly be if we're lucky maybe half a million sources of information in this country from the counter argument mm. they are not mainstream sources their facebook pages their youtube channels not anymore their bit shoot channels whatever else you're telling me that the information this small amount of people are making is mm -hmm. far is 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 making just as much noise to deter people mm -hmm. from all of these mainstream platforms. 
Channel 9, Channel 7, Channel 10, Sky News, CNN, ABC, CBS, right? All of these mainstream platforms. And not just in Australia, worldwide. These people control what the news says, what the medical community says, what each and every single politician says, what these reporters say when they're standing mm. in front of those teleprompters. And still... And still they, they, they are struggling to maintain their truth of the validity and of the severity of what we're facing. Mm. That prompts a question that it's a clear indication from what the prime minister is telling us. It's a clear indication of where the country's, where the public opinion of the country's at. Mm. No one's lining up for these things because they don't trust them. Mm. It's not because of us. There's no way me, you, Dave Oneggs, and these five or six other main influencers have been able to make so much noise with no evidence, with no substantiating evidence to back up our claims whatsoever to deter these people away from their, their salvation, as in the, the people that they look towards for guidance. That is in... It's, it's, it's impossible. There's only one way that this is a possibility. That the information that is being fed to people has so many holes in it. And so many people are awake to what is the current state of affairs with regards to, you know what? That it's a clear indication that the public opinion is changing. And it's not what the government's saying to us. It's, it's not what the government's not saying to us. It's what they're saying us, which indicates just where we're going, Raf. If, if they're saying, if they're going through the trouble of saying, we're going to have to start forcing people by no jab, no pay, no jab, no flight, no jab. That means that your public, the public opinion of how many people trust this so-called jab is low to nothing. And, mm. They're desperate. Why else would you coerce people? Why else would you say you, hang on, I thought this is meant to be a public opinion. I thought this is meant to be a decision of the people. Mm. So if, so they're saying that the people are, are, are calling out for this to be brought in. Hang on. The reason you're saying this report that people are calling out to bring this in is because people aren't getting vaccinated. So, so who's calling out to bring it in? Mm. What's the higher percentage of people? The people that aren't getting the, the jab or the people that are calling out for the for the for a, a contingent for a contingency or um, a carrot on a stick scenario or or a punishment or or you know a coercion of some sort in order for them to, to have to take it. So you from one side you're saying that the people don't want to take it, and on the other side you're saying that people are rallying for it. Well, hang on. You're contradicting yourself in saying that in itself. That's that's the pure contradiction. Mm. Because if people wanted it, if people believed it, they would be lining up by the millions. You wouldn't be able to keep up. And every news report would be hundreds of people lining up to go get these things. But that's mm. not the case. Yeah, And that's not from me. And that's not from you. And that's not from Dave and all these other people, Max, and in this country and people around the world. Mm. What's it from? All we've done is highlight the, highlight the lie.
it's, it's, it's inter- done. Mm. It's interesting the words that came from Scott Morrison's mouth, seeing that a couple of weeks ago he was at the AFL game where over 50,000 people were gathered and he wasn't even wearing a mask there. But the reason why they can't keep up their story after so long and why they're trying so hard, and as you said, they're desperate, is because all you have to do, like the only thing you have to do is just look around. Look around yourself. Nothing in this world has changed in terms of deaths. The only thing that has changed are the restrictions, the signs you see at the parks, the the mask mandates, the signs that you see in stores telling you to stay 1.5 meters apart. That's the only difference that has happened. When they closed the gyms for so long and then they reopened it and then they closed them again and now they've reopened it. Nothing around us has changed at all. That's why they struggle so hard. And obviously, obviously myself and you have not even gotten to, you know, 0.0001% of the Australian population. No chance. So it's interesting how, how scared they are and the fact that they're very reactive. These news, especially the mainstream media video that we just saw there with those three experts or two experts and then one, one person who's a prostitute who just reads the script that they're given and does that uh, full time and they're supposed to be happy that, with themselves. But you see, they're reactive. She said, oh, it gets brought up at barbecues all the time about the vaccine and whatever. And she didn't name what it was. Obviously, she's not going to name it. But it's like, why are you reactive? How about you listen? And how about you counter the arguments and and try to come up with something or or do your research, which supposedly the science know better about, and, and actually have a debate? Why do you just have to say oh these people are lunatics we have to get jabbed and and that's the best thing to do yeah very good point so i want to show this article here Uh, actually let's let's go watch the canadian pasta i think this one will be a really interesting one for those who haven't seen it i had one more thing i was going to say oh yeah sure yeah go ahead oh wait what was that I had one thing, one more thing I was going to say regarding that other video. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah so um, I was speaking about the fact that, you know, what they're doing now and what they're, everything they're saying, if they're talking about it, it's coming. Mm. It's yep. not, they're not just advising us. If they're speaking about it, it's because it's being implemented. Like when they spoke about the COVID safe app and all the other stuff that they were talking about, the QR codes, everything that the government was considering on the news was implemented, Mm. right? So it's almost like, you know, you were given forewarning. So to all the people out there that were laughing and judging and name calling and all the other stuff back 12 months ago, how stupid do you look now considering the government is becoming this this tyrannical beast that wants to, that wants your identification. So you can even hop on social media now Mm. that wants you to wants to know if you're vaccinated in order for you to enter somewhere. If they're staying, no jab, no pay, no jab, no play, no jab, no job seeker. They know how many people at the moment are on these things. Mm. 
Mm. They know how many people are reliant on the government at the moment. They mm. know, right? Why do they need to? Why do they need to inadvertently threaten people? Because that's what this is. They are inadvertently threatening people through these news reports, and there's no, there's no impartial news reading where they are just there to report, and then there's two sides to the story. It is a now all you're seeing in the news is a malicious one-sided argument that attacks the other side, mm. right? Calling people anti, why is someone an anti-vaxxer? Because they want the choice. I don't care what you do with your body. I don't care what pharmaceutical drug you bring out. I don't care if someone wants to take 30 of the friggin' things, 40. That's your choice at your body. But the fact that now you want to coerce people to take something that they don't even trust themselves. Now, how do we know they don't trust it? Because you gave them indemnity. They face no liability for their actions, right? So you clearly don't trust them. They don't even fucking trust themselves because they ask for that. Mm. But you have that as, as, as the truth for, for, for how we're meant to deal with them. And then at the same time, we not only can't make the choice whether we want it or not, you're going to coerce us now to take it. Otherwise, you are going to take away our, our rights as taxpaying people of this country. Right? As citizens, as, as they call us, which we shouldn't even be citizens, right? That means we're under maritime law and all the other stuff. Mm. But how stupid do all you, how stupid do you people look now who, who were making all those jokes and laughing all that time ago, mm. right? And, but the, the argument's always the same. Oh, well, you know, it's probably better if we have a vaccine passport, you know, because then we'd know if people are vaccinated. Oh, really, you dickhead. So when COVID-21 comes out and 22, and you've only had the vaccine for COVID-19, why do you need a flu shot every year? Because apparently it changes. So as soon as you have your two jabs, that's not it. The next time there's a new one that rolls out, guess what? It's time for your new injection and the whole bullshit starts again. Society's already shown its hand, just how gullible and how, how subdued they are and how willing they are to just give their freedoms away for, for the good of the many and they'll mm. do whatever they need to do again. And that's all I've got to say on that, right? Mm. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's good to be back on Facebook. Yeah, it is. I how's, can tell how's the comments, Raf? Any uh, the comments are great. But I can't, I can't really see them properly real time. This we time. we got three hundred and thirty-seven people here, which is awesome. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining. As always, we do appreciate you guys. You guys have been supporting us for a very, very long time, um, and we hope that we can continue going on. All right, you ready to watch this video? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, and also, I'll also add the fact that you can't even, you won't be able to travel internationally unless you've had the vaccine because the CEO of Qantas, I forgot his name, but he's on the, the World Economic Forum um, ambassador list or whatever, whatever it is. All right, this is awesome. So this is a video of a Canadian pastor forcing people out of a church during Passover celebration. So this video went everywhere and it's, and it's really awesome. Um, it just shows that if you stand up, and you stand in your truth, 
that you do eventually get your way. And that's what we saw at the last protest as well in Melbourne, where the cops went all around this one person. Everyone was yelling at him to let him go. Everyone pretty much circled these cops and then they finally did let him go and um, he was let free. But yeah, let's go watch Please this. get out. Get out of this property. Hold Immediately me, get um, out. I need to make it better for viewing here. Oh yeah, awesome. Good. Please get out. Get out of this property. Immediately get out. Get out of this property immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. Out. Out of this property. Immediately until you come back with a warrant. Out. 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 Out of this property. Immediately out. Immediately go out and don't come back. Don't, I don't want to talk to you. Not a word. Out of this property. Out of this property. Immediately out. I don't care what you have to say. Out. Out. Out of this property, you Nazis. Out. Out. Gestapo is not allowed here. Immediately, Gestapo is not allowed. Out. Do you understand English? Get out of this property. Go. So go. Go. And don't come back without the warrant. Out, Nazi. Out. Out. You understand? Nazis are not welcome here. Out. And don't come back without a warrant. Do not come back without a warrant. You understand that? You're not welcome here. Nazis are not welcome here. Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come back, you Nazi psychopaths. Unbelievable, sick, evil people. Intimidating people in a church during the Passover. You Gestapo, Nazi, communist, fascists. Don't you dare coming back here. Can you imagine those psychopaths? Passover, the holiest Christian festival in a year, and they're coming to intimidate Christians during the holiest festival? Unbelievable. What is wrong with those sick psychopaths? It's beyond me. Mm. great guy for standing up like that that takes a lot and like we've seen that in australia happen as well i want to get your thoughts on it what are my thoughts on that video it's sickening man it's it you know they're talking about the fact that you know they're they're what are they doing there right they're there to protect people apparently because there's too many people there right that's the rationale. What country is this in? Canada. Canada. Let me ask you, are they, are they still doing hockey games over there? I'm sure. I'm sure they will be. Are they still playing football over there? Mm. Are they still filling up stadiums? So what? 50 people can't gather in a church, but 7,000 people can go watch a, a hockey game. Right? Let's look at our situation in Melbourne. What, 50 people can't gather at a funeral? 
to celebrate the death of someone they're never going to see again. This is, this is, see, this is when it hits home. This is what people need to listen to. 50 people can't gather at a funeral to celebrate the birth, I mean, the death of someone. You're never going to do that again to celebrate their life. You get one chance, but in the same week, you'll be able to fill up the MCG to half its capacity. Mm. Hundred people weren't allowed to gather for a protest, but in the same week, no, it wasn't even a hundred. 19 people weren't allowed to gather for a protest in Melbourne, but in the same week, in the same five day period, 700 people were allowed to gather at the, at the Palais Theatre to watch an act. Now, I've got nothing against theatre, but why is it one-sided? Why are you attacking religion? Why are you attacking people's freedom of speech? Why are you attacking the side that's standing up for what is so and what should be an, an inalienable right to the people? Why are all those things being attacked? And that's what I start thinking when I see that video. I start thinking there is an attack on, on what it is to be man, your spirituality, your connection to others, right? There is this dismantling going on of everything that encompasses us being human or people. You've got people wearing masks now, so you can't walk through and see people smile, right? You can't see people's facial reactions. Kids are growing up without seeing the facial reactions of their parents, right? You can see this. They're attacking churches and 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 these religious gatherings. Why? Why? Why can't a hundred people gather at a church? Why is that unsafe? But in the same time, you, you'll fill up a stadium to halfway. Mm. That's what I think I know when I start seeing these things. I see an attack on humanity. Mm. And you and I, you you would know this, Raf. Apparently, there's you know people believe that you know, we receive a lot of hate, right? But you know what the truth of the matter is? Every time I go out, all I ever get is people coming up to me, thanking me for the sacrifice I made and thanking me. Mm. If the public opinion is so one-sided that we are, we are being seen as a menace to society, why do we get such an amazing reception when we go out there in the world and mm. from all different walks of life. So when I see this guy standing there at the church, standing in his truth, standing in his spirituality, fighting for what's right. And it's a clear indication that if you do stand up as one man, you can make a difference. Mm. If you do decide to speak as one man, there's no telling where your life can go and there's no telling what type of impact you can make. Mm. And, and I can back that fully what you're saying right now, because you, and I'm sure a lot of people know this who follow me, but you were the one who I saw on Facebook at the very start of this, of this COVID stuff. You were the first one. I saw you yelling at your camera, like basically telling people what you were seeing very early on. And you were the person who got me to start speaking up as well. I, I'm not sure 
if I would be in this position right now speaking, if I had never come across your, your Facebook, like that, that's as real as it is. That's, that's the, the most hardest truth I can say. And with that being said as well, like people watching this right now, if you want to make videos, go ahead and make them speak your mind, get on the socials. We will back you hundred percent because we need more people speaking up. And I want to say about the story about even like, even with every action that you make. So basically what happened a couple of days ago. uh, So when we went to Chadston and we were doing the singing, uh, doing the, you can stick your COVID vaccine up your ass song. Um, basically there was this, okay. So we did that. Yeah. And then I have my shun guide on, on marketplace because I sell it on marketplace as well. And some lady or some, um, older woman, she messaged me and she goes, Oh, I'm after some shun guide. Like she wanted like two, five centimeter pyramids. And then she goes, hold up. Are you the guy that was in Chadston singing the COVID, the COVID song? And I said, yeah, yeah, I am. And then she said, oh my God, I showed this to my friend um, that day. And she told me that her friend was crying of joy, crying of joy. The fact that we went out there and and did that. And it's amazing because this, this girl as well was completely unaware that there were communities in Australia, communities speaking up and people like, I'm sure she was aware of the protests that were happening, but she wasn't in it. And now she's, she's in it now because I gave her the links of where to find us. But it's just crazy because she watched that video. She wanted to buy a Shungite and then I gave her the Shungite and, and then I was able to educate her about the community. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, I wanted to share that. And yeah, and also, oh, I forgot what you, what you were saying before. Um, sorry, just keep talking. I'm sure it'll come back to me, yeah. No, that's, um, you're right, man. And, um, you know, I am, I am, I am humbled that you that you brought that up, and I I realized when I was saying that about the past, I was inadvertently speaking about what I'd experienced when I was three three quarters of the way through it. And um, but to anyone listening, to anyone watching, everyone needs to stand up and stand in your truth, and become your own version of a truth a truth teller. Because at the end of the day, it's it's only when the conversation starts changing within the circles. See, the reason, look, the reason the news is fighting so hard to maintain this for what it is, right? I don't need to call it what it is. We know what we're talking about. The reason the your governments are lobbying so hard for you to take this thing, it's a clear indication that the public opinion is, is swayed they don't trust this thing. They have serious questions. And whether they believe that there is a, you know what, or not, they still want the choice. And if you ask 95% of the people out there, should you still be able to have a choice? They would say yes. Because nobody... And I mean, nobody wants to be forced to do anything. And if you're saying that I need to be inoculated in order for you to feel safe, then you're blatantly admitting that what you want myself to inoculate with doesn't actually do anything. By you inadvertently saying that me not doing, taking the jab affects you, you're, you're blatantly admitting that that thing isn't effective 
So why the fuck are you taking it in the first place? Because if you're protected, it shouldn't matter if I'm not. That's like being angry at someone who you've got a bulletproof vest on and you're saying, you need to wear a bulletproof vest so I feel safe. Why? They're not going to do anything to you. That's not going to do anything to you. I'm the one who's going to die. What danger am I to you? I know it's probably a stupid analogy in terms of the bulletproof vest, but it, it just, it's so people can understand it, right? Mm. Um, and you're right, it is. It's, you, you have to, guys, you have to stand up in your truth, man. This, mm. this, this bullshit's gone on for long enough where people remain silent. And what shits me up the wall the most, and I'm pretty sure you agree, Raf, and you can chime in in a moment, that so many people believe that there's something going on and people aren't fucking saying anything. And that's mm. what pisses me off. Because it, I used this analogy a while ago. I said, you know what this feels like? It feels like there's a thousand people on a boat. The captain's lost his mind and he's decided to run the ship straight into an iceberg and kill everybody. He's got, the, he's got the ship full steam ahead and you've come across and you've noticed that this is happening. You've done your investigation and now you're sure it's happening. And now you're frantically running around the ship trying to explain to people that the captain's lost his mind. Three or four people start to see what you're trying to say and now there's five of you running around the ship trying to explain to people that the captain's lost his mind and we need to take over the ship. And people are saying, why would the captain do that? Why would the captain crash his own ship? That makes no sense. I think you've been at sea too long, mm. right? It's like knowing the ship's going to crash and you're going around trying to warn people and not only do they not thank you for trying to save their lives, they lock you up for speaking mm. out against the captain in the first place and spreading the rumor. Mm. That's what it feels like. If I was going to, if I was going to make an analogy of it. And that's exactly what we're experiencing with this. But the thing is on that ship, there might be a hundred people that, that agree with you, but all hundred people are too scared to say something because they're afraid of what the person of them will think. And the only reason they would actually admit that there was something that they believe there was something wrong with the captain is if the person next to them and if the person next to them and if three or four of them agree, then they'll feel comfortable speaking about it. That's exactly what's happening with this right now, that if people don't start speaking up and stand in your truth about what you really feel, then you might as well be on that ship heading towards that iceberg and you're just waiting for that thing to hit. Yeah. You got to speak up people like you must start to speak up because we don't know when push is going to come to shove at the worst times and how hard it's going to get. And you bet you better not have any regrets in the lead up or once it's happening and saying, Oh, I knew about this all along. I didn't tell this person. I didn't say this. I didn't say that. Please do not have regrets because time, you're not going to be able to reverse this time where we're going. The days are passing and these people are evil they're filthy and they're willing to do whatever they can to ensure that they get their way with with this whole agenda and it's going to go a very very bad way if, if you don't start to speak up now 
And in terms of people speaking up, I'm not going to say, you know, I have lost hope yet because that's never on my mind. But what's amazing is that on the 15th of May, and I'm sure you guys are aware of it, on the 15th of May, there will be another worldwide rally. And if there's one thing about these rallies where the world comes together, it's that they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's what excites me as well. It really, really excites me because these people have exposed themselves. The numbers are growing with the people. And, and they're also in a rush to attack the people who are trying to speak up against their filthy, dirty plans. What a time to be alive, guys. So I'm not going to tell anyone to attend the 15th of May, the worldwide event that will for sure be at 60, potentially 70 or even 80 countries all around the world on that one date. But, you know, you, you got to make it happen and you can't only just go to these events. You also need to educate people because the more educating that happens before these and before these big milestones, the more and more people will have and the sooner we'll achieve our goal before, before it's too late. So that, that's really what I want to end off with. Um, you put that very well in terms of um, how important it is that um, people, you know, really start thinking about being at these things. Um, and there may be a special announcement for, uh, for a certain state. Um, <laughs> I'll leave that uh, on the back burner. I've been approached by some amazing individual interstate. Um, there's apparently there's a very large Greek community in a part of Australia, and um, they are there's a massive support base up there apparently. And um, I've been invited. That's all I can say at this point until um, it's confirmed. But. <laughs> Guys, it's really important that, um, you know, people really do start speaking up because I, I have come across a lot of people and I'm pretty sure you have, Raf, that say, look, I'm a believer like you, but, uh, you know, I don't really say anything, you know, I'm, I'm too afraid to and whatever else, right? And um, they, they stay in their own little bubble. Some people speak out and ridiculed and whatever else. Um, but there are some that don't even speak out. And people need to, this needs to become a general conversation and people need to start questioning the motives of the government. Well, hang on, why are you coercing us? Last year, when all this first started, you said that this was just a precaution. You said that these are temporary circumstances. You said mm. that, you know, we just need two weeks to flatten the curve. Now you're turning around like, you know, an abusive partner who's, you know, who's, um, manage to we are it's almost like an, someone said this to me so you're like you're in an abusive partner relationship where in the beginning it was promises and i'll promise to look after you and you know this won't last for very long and then 12 months later you're locked up getting beaten up every day right mm -hmm. and now it's before it was 
oh, you know, it's only two weeks to flatten the curve. We just need to do the right thing. Let's think about community. Now it's like, it's only QR codes. It's mm. only thermal checking everywhere you go. It's it's only, um, a you know, a mandate. It's only vaccinations of something that we don't even have full-term, long-term testing yet. Um, you know, it's only monitoring for everything you do from now on. It's only we want to get rid of cash. It's not much. I'm like, well, excuse me, you, you've completely just changed the mm. whole fabric. Oh, it, it's only an 8 p.m. curfew. Let's just all just get together. Oh, it, it's only you can only leave five kilometers from your home. Oh, it's only temporary. Mm. How many things have they brought in? And if you ever ask, if you go and have a look at the can't even say the word because this video will probably get banned if you use the word nah whatever all right germany all right you know what i'm talking about mm. he was asked how is it you were able to oppress the people so much and he said nothing motivates people more than fear if you can make people scared they will do anything you want mm. and if there is one thing that motivates everything that's happening with the world right now, even motivates the hate pages about us. It's all fear. Mm. And what is fear? False evidence appearing real. It doesn't exist. Fear is a future. Fear is something that doesn't exist. Fear is something you have not yet experienced, but you're feeling. Mm. That's all it is. It's invisible. It's nothing right? Everything that is happening right now is not motivated by people that are thinking with their, with their senses. It's not motivated by people that are thinking rationally. It's not motivated by free individuals. It's not motivated by sovereign people standing in their sovereignty. It's motivated by fear and nothing else. Mm. That's a great and the point. way the government's treating people right now is an abusive relationship where it's like, hang on, you know, when you when you first slapped me, I thought that was just because you were angry. Now you're hitting me every day. Mm. Right? We're in an abusive relationship with our government. Mm. And, and we're told we better not do anything, otherwise we're going to get a smack. So now it's, well, if you don't want to get the vaccine, I'm not saying that you have to take it, it almost, you know what it almost sounds like, Raph, and I'll get you to chime in here. It almost sounds like, you know, when you watch the gangster movies and they go to collect and they go into the, uh, the butcher or the deli and they go, hey, Bazan, you know, yours $300, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry, Tony. I don't have the money. I'm sorry. I tried my best, Tony. It's been a slow week. That's okay. You don't need to pay. It's fine. Right. What happens that night? They go and burn down or they go and destroy his shop. And they rock up the next day and they go, well, look, you don't have to pay. We'll just make sure this happens to your shop every day until you do. Is that coercion? Yep. Yeah. Is that extortion? Well, what's the difference with the government saying, well, you don't have to take it. We can't make it mandatory. <laughs> But I'll tell you what we'll do, right? I won't let you get your job keeper. Mm. Forget anything from the government from now on. You need anything from me? Forget about it. Mm. It's gone. What's the difference? Is the government extorting us right now? 
Yeah. What do you think, Raf? Well, what what's interesting about that is that people that they, they'll do whatever you know what they need to do if they're being fearful. The mainstream media will say, "Oh, this virus, they make you fearful." So then you give up your freedoms, you give up everything. You say, "All right, I'll listen to you." And same with the government. But like, if you take a step back, and I want you, I want all of you guys who are listening to this live right now, just like sort of listen, try and listen to what I'm saying, try to understand it. We feel like this government has some sort of power, some sort of power amongst us, because that's how we had been raised uh, growing up, right? Now, what happens when you walk away from this abusive relationship? Let's say you go thousands and thousands of kilometers to the center of Australia where no one else is at. Just, just imagine yourself in this place. Will you be fearful not to wear a mask or, or doing the wrong thing or not checking in? Or if you completely disconnect yourself from such a society, at that, at that moment, what, what, is, what really is the government to you? Nothing at all. They hold no power over you. The only reason why we feel they have power and control is because they have brought everyone into these cities. They've, you know, they've burnt, they've burnt the, the trees all around these bushfires. They, they bring everyone in to the cities and then that is where you're easily controlled because everywhere, every every park you go to, every shop you go to, that's where they have all the signs. That's where they can tell you what to do. So their power is just an illusion. It's it's not real. It doesn't exist. And that and that's the same with the police as well. The police who are doing their dirty work. So once you realize that these governments are just people like you and me. They're just taking orders. That's the moment you can start speaking up your truth and really just standing in your truth and, and making sure that you do just that. And, and you'll realize that there's no need to be fearful. There's no need to be scared because everything they're telling you to do is literally an illusion and you can break out of that. And if you break out of that, if you talk to other people, they will break out of that until they literally have no power and the people take it their way, the way that we're supposed to be on this earth, loving, caring for each other, being in a community, helping each other grow. And, and no more of this division, no more of this fear mongering, no more of these lies. We're, we're done with it. Yeah. Really good points. Really good points. Um. Were we going to talk about something else? There was, um, yeah, we'll just talk about it just for a little bit, just because I know you got that podcast. Um, let me go to, all right, let me share the screen. This might be the very last share I do on a live, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna share it on a status, but uh, Facebook warned me that it's already been fact checked. So here, the Defender Children's Health Defense: the number of COVID V injuries reported to VAERS surpasses fifty thousand. That's what the CDC data shows. So, so are we anti-vaxxers when we don't want to have a vaccine where there's been over 50,861 reports of adverse events in the US, including 2,249 deaths 
and 7,700 serious injury, injuries between December to March. That's three months from the vaccine, right? And and they want to they want to tell you that you can't have job keeper or job seeker unless you have it. They want to tell you you'll lose your job. They want to tell you that your kids cannot go to school or kindergarten unless they have it. Mind you, I know that there's been a lot of um, practitioners emailing people because I know my relatives got the emails from so many different practitioners they haven't been to for years, encouraging them to go and take the vaccine. And I actually had a, a conversation with one of the doctors after the last protest, he spoke up at the media protest and he told me that the doctors, once they give the, the two doses of vaccines, uh, they get paid $100 in total. So I'm guessing it will probably be about $40. They get paid out every single first jab they give out and then they'll get paid the remaining $60 for the second dose that they give these people. So they not only have to coerce you, make you feel bad, make you feel like you're going to lose your job and lose everything you have unless you have this vaccine. They're also incentivizing these doctors and, and they're getting paid to, to give you those vaccines. $100, Thanos. That's a lot of money. That's, That's a nuts. lot of money to be given these doctors for a double dose in Australia. And, and one thing... Nuts. What, what will happen? Yeah. They'll be like, it'll come to a point where you, where you or someone, you know, will go into the doctor and say, Oh, I've had a bit of a set, headache. Uh, I've got a bit of a runny nose, but it just feels like a cold or flu. It should be right. And then, and because the doctor in the back of their head, I'm not saying all doctors will think like this, but I'm sure many will. Hence the, the emails that are going out at a rapid race that we've never seen to get people into their practitioner to, so they can get paid out. They'll be like, Oh, you know what? Have you? Let me check your digital ID account. Oh, you haven't had the vaccine. I feel like the vaccine will be good for you because this, this, and this, and then you won't go through this only until the next strain or in the next twelve months, uh, and then they'll and then they'll give it to you. So it won't even be health advice uh, with no motive behind it, but it will be health advice because the doctors will be benefiting on a personal level for themselves pretty nuts that the fact that the um there's such an incentive going on with everything that's happened with this whole thing from the beginning incentivizing changing the death certificates incentivizing so many different things right and um dude th this is getting real now right when we spoke about this 12 months ago i was yelling on the camera 12 months ago about this hmm. Like I was yelling, no one tells me what I can put in my body. After I saw the news report from my current affair. And I remember my room was different. My, my bed was over there, right? And I was losing my shit on camera saying nobody, but the almighty God himself tells me what to put in my body, right? Nobody. And I was saying that back in March last year, right? And I had so many people attack me. You're just fear-mongering. You're just trying to get 15 minutes of fame. Mm. You don't know what you're talking about. You should be frigging ashamed of yourself. Shut up, you idiot. Right? All of this hate. That was all responses motivated by fear because people did not want to see what I was saying. 
right? But now I've got to say is, tell me one thing I said back then that hasn't come true now. Mm. Tell me. The government's going to force you inadvertently to start taking this thing. Mm. And this is what this is what this is what I this is what I was going to say, right? Shouldn't the opinion of whether we should take the vaccine or not fall on a national vote of the people? Mm. They say it's the people's opinion, right? They say people are rallying. Fine. Oh, lost my camera. <laughs> Always happens. I've got this digital camera and it powers off. Does my head in actually? Sorry, guys. Do a national vote. Let the people decide. If you're really a free democratic society and it's the people that are requesting that this be put in, then do a national vote and let the people vote for it. Right? And then if people vote for it, then you could start having a little bit of an argument, but you still can't coerce people to take something. Mm. But at least you would have a true opinion or they're probably all doctored and fucking all rigged anyway, right? That's mm. probably why they tell you to write them in pencil. Have you, have you always, always wondered why they tell you to write it in pencil? Mm. Like every document I've ever done that is a secure document needs to be written in pen. Why is a voting slip written in pencil? Mm. Makes True. no bloody sense, does it? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I forgot what I was saying. Help me out here. What was I saying? I've just gone blank as well. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, well, anyway. Yeah. Um, as I and said, it, it's all yeah. motivated by fear. And, you know, everything we said last year that we were attacked about is all coming. To oh, yeah. Me. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And people need to shut up. Stop complaining. Stop whinging. Stop attacking people for who are just trying to tell you what is so. Stop being the angry wife because we're telling you your husband's cheating on you and actually take it on the chin and take the steps you need now to protect yourself. Because what this is, is a perfect example of someone trying to warn someone that there's a problem. You can mm. see it for yourself, but you don't want to believe it because you're in this state of denial because you don't want to lose your perfect little security bubble that everything's fine. But nothing, it's not fine. Mm. You're doing QR codes everywhere you go. That is not normal. Your supermarkets are talking about removing cash. That is not practical considering that the FPOS pad is collecting more fingers than cash at the moment. Mm. You've got police breaking protests up that have a thousand people. They send 500 police there. In what world is that a risk minimization strategy to say, we can't have a, th a thousand people there because they're gathering and they're going to spread the virus. So what we're going to do is we're going to put another 500 people there that mm. don't social distance at all because they're police and they don't give a shit and they think they've got their own rules. And we're going to put those other 500 people in the mix to stop the hundred people from protesting. If this mm. was really about a virus, what they would do is say this. Okay, these people are going to congregate and gather whether we like it or not. What we should do is put the least amount of people we can there in order to deal with the crowd 
and disperse the crowd without going near them. Mm. That would be a risk minimization strategy dealing with a virus, considering you're saying social distancing is important. But mm. no, what are you doing? You're corralling people into small concentrations to ensure you can arrest them. So you are putting people in more of a situation that they can transfer mm. your so-called sickness, right? So you're blatantly admitting that everything you're doing isn't about safety. Because if it was really about safety, police wouldn't go near people during the pandemic. They'd all stay back as far away as they can. They would maintain a distance of three meters and they would use verbal commands more than anything to ensure people listen. But they yeah. don't. What's the first thing they do? They hop on top of you. They beat the living shit out of you. They kick you. They pepper spray you. They stomp you. Mm. It is a narcissist. This is a narcissist dream job right now. You get to kick the shit out of people and you wear a mask and no one knows who you are. Mm. That's and like their dream job. And they turn their badges around or some even remove their badges. So you can't, can't right. even search them up. Seriously, wake up people. This isn't about what you think it is because of the way your police are even acting. Mm. If you were going to stop 10,000 people from congregating, you would not put... The perfect example was if you're like the thousand that rocked up at that protest and had the 500 police in Melbourne, that is not a risk minimization strategy for a virus. That is an increased risk of transferring the virus because now you've put more people in the mix. Mm. You didn't handle those people in a way that there's a contagion because you didn't maintain your distance when you were dealing with them. What did you do? You had eight people on top of one person. So you're telling me you stopped the virus from spreading by putting eight more people in harm's way to, to spread the virus. Mm. This was a don't ask questions. If you don't listen to us, you're going to be made an example of. Nobody stands in the way of the government when they tell you what to do. Mm. that's what this whole thing's been about because if police were going to be handling people and this was really about a virus, they would maintain a distance of three meters every time they're dealing with someone and they would use verbal commands more than anything. They would use, they would not break distance unless it was absolutely necessary, but they don't do that. Yeah. So it's clear that this isn't about what they say it is. Mm. It's clear that the police are being used as Gestapo. It's clear that, what we're, the way we're being treated, these curfews and all this other stuff that's happening, all they're doing is regulating people and making people change their behavior and be mm. used to this submissive way of living. Yep. Where the government says, okay, you need to get back inside. You need to be in by eight o'clock. You do something to someone for six months, you have psychologically changed the way they think. Every single person out there now that thinks they're, they're a free member of society because we did what we needed to do and now the government's let us back out the moment now the government knows they know the moment they say go back in your house people are going to say are you telling me to jump how high do you want me to jump mm. and that and they're normalizing everything there is to do with traveling right it's they've normalized the fact that the, the idea that you need to ask for permission to enter through borders mm, and yep. you have to travel through red tapes of permits and present your permit. That's normal now. Yeah. And they've normalized. Pub you have to show that you have entered some type of digital identification that tracks you into a venue. That's normal now. And people say, Oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But when you start quantifying everything that they're asking us to do, 
and you pile them on top of each other, one after the other, you have completely shifted our society to mm. a state that is completely unrecognizable from the past. Yeah. And with no promise of it ever going back to the way it was. And they have stated it's not going back to the way it was when they say this is the new COVID normal. Mm. All of this is predictive. It's all predictive programming, right? None of this is an accident. Please, people, share this so people can open their eyes to, yeah. to what's going on. So don't even think about the virus part. Just look at all of the evidence of what we're being asked to do. And the fact that the government wants to stop you from being able to get on social media anonymously, anonymously and give indemnity to foreign troops coming into this country. They say it's because of emergencies, but could a health emergency be a state emergency later? Mm. Because that's what they said, right? They're given the, the military has been given indemnity to come into this country and they cannot face criminal charges. And they said, oh, that's only in the state of an emergency, right? In a disaster type of scenario. Well, if there was a so-called fabrication of people being sick again, for instance, COVID-21 or 22, could they use those foreign troops now in that state of emergency? Sorry, Raf, I know I, um, I went on a good roll there and I had to finish it. <laughs> No, it's good. It's good to hear you talk. And um, even with the government wanting to have us register our protest events, they wanted they were they were trying so hard the police to find out who these organizers were, and they were pushing they were pushing for the organizers to register the event. They want you to register a protest that's that's protesting against the government, and not only that, they want you to also have a sheet of paper there with a QR code or manual entry for people to put in their personal details as to who's attended this place. It's, it's absolutely sad. And, and it goes that far. And even public markets, any public events, you must register it with the government. I mean, you don't have to. That's just what they're coercing you, you to do. Now, Fanos, I've, I've, I don't have anything more to say. I know you uh, have yeah, to. Finish it there. I've actually got an interview with uh, Dr. Kevin Corbett, which will Wait. be available on Rumble. Um, so exciting news. Can we, just before you go, can you send me, or can you share the video that you were on the one that someone put together with the police? Um, like that really big one. Like, I'd love to end this live. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I can. Um, yeah. Just give me one sec. Let me just message Kevin yeah. and tell him we're going to be about uh, five, uh, 10 minutes late. That's fine. Yeah, do, you want me to, do you want me to search up while you're messaging him? Yeah, it's in your, um, I sent it to you in, in your uh, Telegram chat. Yeah, I delete my Telegram chat, sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, give me one second. It's a great video, guys. I'd, I'd highly recommend you guys stay and watch it before you leave because it will, it will set you on fire in a good way. Just to be prepped for, for what's coming or what's happened and where we're going. All right, so um, I can bring that up. And when you share, um, I always forget, but I always forget to click optimize for video, like on, on Zoom. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Optimize for video clip. I'll stop the sharing so I can find it. Because i got a few things here. Yeah. This is like the, um, the belly of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got your chat open, bro. 
It's all right. We don't say anything that we don't need to say. <laughs> it's private. So this is done by someone called Oracle Films, guys. Yes. Uh, what, and what you're about to see has had probably over a million views worldwide because it has been uploaded and re-downloaded. Mm. Re-downloaded, I uh, downloaded and re-uploaded on other in other places. This video is amazing. Um, so share screen. Did you share screen screen optimize? Optimize for video. Op, optimize for video clip. Awesome. It won't let me optimize it. Ah, oh, that it was. That was the same with me. It, it didn't let me. Interesting. That's right. fine. We'll see if we can watch it anyway. This very well might get this video banned, Rats. Just let me stay know. at home. If you don't follow the rules, the police will. Can you hear it? Powers it's pretty loud. Prime Minister has I hear announced it, the most drastic limits to our lives that the UK has ever seen in living. Stay at home and stay at least two metres away from people. We have got to put in place the public health surveillance, the isolation, the quarantine, the case finding, the detection. We've got to be able to show that we can go after the virus. What's your estimate for us being able to give someone we just met a hug? Well, I wouldn't recommend it. Really, to get to the point where this is totally sorted is when we have a treatment or a vaccine. The ultimate solution is a highly effective, safe vaccine, but there will be a trade-off. We'll have less safety testing than we typically would have, and so governments will have to decide, you know, do they indemnify the companies and really say, let's, let's go out with this? This paper was prepared by SAGE's Behavioural Science subgroup. The perceived level of personal threat needs to be increased amongst those who are complacent using heart-hitting emotional messaging. I'm struggling to see how this is not a direct psychological attack on everybody in this country. It is, Mike. This is the British government using applied behavioural psychology to make people frightened so that it can put its agenda in place. For many years, totalitarian and authoritarian states have used the power of fear to engineer compliance in populations. You won't be able to travel on air travel unless there are mandatory vaccines. So what we see everywhere is yet again, the problem is being created. Now they're offering the solution, but what they're doing in the interim is they wish to take away all of our civil liberties as human beings. They're running it. The Gateses are running the whole vaccine operation. They're running the World Health Organization. This will be the new normal until a vaccine is developed. We are at a pivotal point in the history of the human race, literally. Because there will be no human race as we know it if we don't get our asses in gear now, worldwide. To snitch or not to snitch, we're setting needles against one another in order to control people is deeply sinister. Most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household, at family level. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a safe and dignified manner. DCF's Division of Child Protection and Permanency may be called to take custody of your children. So should we do something now? Or are we gonna roll over and let them take our kids? 
We're going to let him go door to door, declaring medical martial law on the parents, and then taking the kids. I am now directing medical officers of health that all confirmed cases are to be managed in a quarantine facility. You either get your tests done and make sure you're cleared, or we will keep you in a facility longer. So I think people, most people will look at that and say, I'll take the test. I don't care who you are, I don't care what walk of life you are from, the moment you start raising or even organising a protest, you live in a dictatorship. I've been arrested for my daily walk, for, day, for walking down the street. Fascism, this is fascism. This bill enables the police to enter a home without a warrant. Madam Speaker, the police have never held that power. You need to open your fucking eyes, Australia, and understand what's happening. This isn't normal. This isn't a mild inconvenience if we just follow the rules, everything's going back to normal. This is fucked up beyond belief how crazy this is. They ruined our businesses. They've treated us like animals. They're kicking in doors without warrants and taking people away. They're lying on their certificates. They're using palliative care numbers for people that are dying of COVID. The most unethical, immoral thing I've ever heard of in my life. They sat back and allowed evil to run completely rampant over everybody. And we thought that somehow it wasn't going to affect us. But now, man, we're staring into the headlights of something that's going to run our ass over. What the fuck is going on in Australia? That is called treason, people. Treason. Look the word up. This is the time, friends. This is the time. These masks have absolutely nothing to do with health, but everything to do with the complying with a false flag, tyrannical agenda. Nobody is listening. They don't care what is happening to these people. I'm going to Protests are potentially very dangerous. This is also a test of humanity to see how much of our liberty we will let go before we finally draw the line under enough. We, the people, are waking up. They don't need celebrating. They need calling out. They need exposing for what they're doing. But you don't have a choice. People act like you have a choice. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. No, I will not cooperate with our own enslavement and there are billions of us and a handful of you. Our freedom is worth fighting for. Our freedom is worth dying for. Our children will have a future. Our freedom will be upheld. We are the people. We are the power. We are the 99%. Powerful, powerful stuff. Mm, amazing. Guys, check out Oracle Films. They've done some amazing work. 
Yeah, people were after the um the title of that video. Hey, people were after the title of that video. Uh, the title of the video is called um. Well, they're brand YouTube. It's time. It's time. It's called. It's from Oracle Films. I'm so you can YouTube. find Oracle Films on BitChute, and you got to have a look at their other work, man. They they did this piece called um, on on the doctors or the doctors around the world. And they got interviewed by the BBC because of it. And um, they tried to demonize them and vilify them. But it was called um, the first, where was it? The New Normal. Amazing documentary. And um, I've actually spoken to the guys personally. Amazing guys. And whereas Ask the Experts, this thing here, they got absolutely hammered for this Ask the Experts thing. Mm. Yeah, so I think we'll end it there, bro. Awesome. Thanks, Heath Spanos, for joining tonight. Uh, this was an awesome live. Hope we can do more in the future. And um, yeah, I just want to say, because we never t don't really take time online or even to, to speak, but just want to say thanks so much for keeping on moving forward. I know you were the first one out of pretty much everyone to be deplatformed, especially here in Australia, and you've been able to maneuver yourself very well uh, on the non-censorship platforms and um yeah thanks for for speaking up like it's massive like i don't know i don't want to know where this movement would be uh without you like in in this country as well and even speaking up for the world so yeah appreciate it and um i hope you guys can smash the hearts for fanos show him your love in the comments um because i'm sure he'll see the comments after this video uh but yeah awesome thanks fanos uh, thank you very much, Raf. Uh, thank you very much, guys, uh, for all the amazing support over all this uh, period. And um, yeah, look, find me on Telegram, Thanos the Voice. Um, I'll be there, and I'm moving to other platforms. I'll have my web. I've got a website that I'm working on in terms of uploading content there, and having my own space. Um, you know, it's just something that I've had to do because so many people have asked, "Where have you been?" Where have you gone? I can't, I don't see you anywhere anymore. So um, if there's one thing I could ask of people, it's um, please let people know where I am, where I've gone and where they can find me because I get so many people asking that. Thanks again, Raf. Thank you, everybody. Have an amazing night. We're out. Sweet. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much. Good stuff.